The new Black Widow, Miss Marvel finds its directors. Sony says, sorry, the Marvel's Avengers patch fixes and Microsoft buys Bethesda. This is DBN News for 9-21-2020. First, it's from IGN and written by Matt Fowler. Florence Pugh hopes Black Widow fans like Yelena. Yelena. With MCU's Phase 4 representing a huge turn turning point for the decade-plus-long franchise, as a few torches are being passed to the heroes who will carry the verse for years to come, Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson, Tatiana, Masley, She-Hulk, continued rumors about Haley Steinfeld playing Kate Bishop, etc. One character everyone is eyeing out of the gate is Florence Pugh's Yelena Belova, who will be retroactively set up as a new Black Widow when the movie finally premieres. Talking to Games Radar, Pugh spoke about her potential future in the MCU and if she'd be the headliner in a Black Widow 2 movie. If you get asked to be in a Marvel film, and it was so thrilling and fun and exciting to be in, then of course, your head goes, oh my god, if this is what it's like, then what else is next, she said. If that happens and I'm lucky enough that people appreciate my character, that's an exciting road to go on. Would be silly not to be excited about it. I think that being part of the Marvel Club is a great honor, she added, but we'll just see if people like Yelena first. I think people are going to like Yelena, and it's obvious they're setting her up to be the next Black Widow. So if she hasn't signed a multi-movie slash show contract already, uh, that would be bonkers because hands down, I would get, I would put money on it 100%. She's being set up as a new Black Widow for the next phase of the MCU. Second is from IGN, written by Jim Vejvada. Miss Marvel enlist Bad Boys for Life, Punisher directors for Disney Plus series. Marvel's Miss Marvel has lined up a quartet of directors for the upcoming Disney Plus series. The Direct first reported and The Hollywood reported a reporter has confirmed that was it Adil El Arbi and Balil Fala, the directing duo behind the blockbuster Bad Boys for Life, will helm some episodes of the series. Joining them in the director's bullpen is Mira Menon, a comic book TV series veteran who has directed episodes of Marvel's The Punisher, The Walking Dead, and Titans. The multiple Oscar and Emmy winning Shermin Abid Chinoy, who hails from primarily a documentary background, has also been tapped to direct episodes of the Disney Plus series. Other behind-the-scenes talent on Miss Marvel include head writer Bisha K. Ali and producer and Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige, who is committed to bringing the character into the big screen MCU as well. The series follows Kamala Khan, a Pakistani-American teenager in New Jersey who will be the MCU's first Muslim superhero on screen. Casting for the role is currently underway. Yes! All of this, yes, I'm so ready for this. Uh, Miss Marvel is one of my all-time favorite uh, Marvel characters. Her story is so good and so intricate and has so much just oomph to it. And just, yes, give me all of it. Third is from IGN and written by Adam Bankhurst. Sony apologizes for PS5 pre-order issues. Following the PlayStation 5's frustrating pre-order process, Sony has apologized and has promised that more will be available to pre-order in the next few days and that more will be available through the end of the year. PlayStation took to Twitter to share the message saying the PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. Let's be honest. PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother, PlayStation said. We truly apologize for that. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for pre-order. Retailers will share more details and more PS5s will be available through the end of the year. Pre-orders, according to Sony, were supposed to begin the day after the PS5 showcase that revealed the price and release date on the PlayStation 5 alongside Final Fantasy XVI. Um, however, retailers began pre-orders that same night and websites were crashing and many people were left without one, even though Sony had previously mentioned that PS5 pre-orders would not be a surprise. 
Even those who did secure a PS5 pre-order weren't 100% sure they would stick, and retailers like Amazon began sending out emails saying it may not be able to deliver them to purchasers on the release day of November 12th, 2020. Guys, if you did not see this coming, like you are blind. Pre-orders, I feel, for major console releases are always so convoluted and messed up regardless, whether it's Sony, whether it's Microsoft, or whether it's Nintendo. Like, I expected this to happen. All of you should have expected this to happen as well. Fourth is from IGN and written by Jordan Oleman. Marvel's Avengers new patch fixes over 1,000 player reported issues. Marvel's Avengers 1.3 patch addresses over 1,000 player reported issues Crystal Dynamics has announced. The patch notes can be read in full on the Marvel Avengers website, where the developer team or development team issued a short statement thanking the community for its patience and support throughout the game's first two weeks of launch. The 1,000 plus issues addressed by the V1 version 1.3.0 patch included everything from progression stoppers to small graphical fixes and addressed problems with the game's combat, user interface, matchmaking, and more. Crystal Dynamics has also suggested a few workarounds to some known issues in the game, which can be found in a Reddit thread. I'm assuming that's going to be on the Reddit page for the Marvel's Avengers. Future updates for the game will focus less on bug fixing and will instead integrate more quality of life adjustments and feedback-driven features slash tuning. Crystal Dynamics plans to flesh out Marvel's Avengers with the community in tow in order to nurture the service game ahead of the extra heroes and content coming in the future they're dialing down i had this game i'm not impressed yet i just feel like i haven't gotten further enough in the story you know combat seems kind of dull at the moment but i am pushing through and i'm sure at some point it'll click but this looks like it's their game as a service and they'll be supporting this game for years and years to come and fifth it's a long one but a goodie it's from ign and written by joe screbbles microsoft to buy bethesda and parent company zenimax media Xbox has announced that it plans to acquire ZeniMax Media, and with it, Bethesda Softworks, creators and publishers of The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Quake, Starfield, and so much more. Announced by head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, in an Xbox Wire post today, Microsoft will acquire ZeniMax Media for $7.5 billion, three times the $2.5 billion it paid for Mojang and Minecraft in 2014, and the formal purchase is expected to close in the second half of 2021. The deal includes ZeniMax Media as a whole, Bethesda Softworks, Bethesda Game Studios, id Software, ZeniMax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, AlphaDog, and Roundhouse Studios. In a blog post, Bethesda SVP of Global Marketing, P. Hines, said, We're still working on the same games we were yesterday, made by the same studios we've worked with for years, and those games will be published by us. The move, Heinz explains, is because Microsoft's access to resources that will make us a better publisher and developer. It's unclear whether Bethesda will be considered part of or separate to the existing Xbox Game Studios fold. IGN asked Bethesda for clarification on that and the effect on its in-development games, including Starfield's intended platforms and the time PlayStation exclusivity for Deathloop and Ghostwire. We got an update on that. Bethesda Game Studio, or update at the end. Bethesda Game Studios executive producer Todd Howard wrote his own blog post about the benefits of the acquisition, pointing to the company's long association with Xbox, starting with porting Morrowind to Microsoft's first console. He says that Xbox Series S and X are optimized for the vast worlds we love to create, with generational leaps not just in graphics, but CPU and data streaming as well. It's led to our largest engine overhaul since Oblivion with all new technologies powering our first new IP in 25 years, Starfield, as well as Elder Scrolls 6. 
while avoiding uh, or avoiding any specifics, Todd Howard also alluded to the idea of exclusives, indicating perhaps that Bethesda would not be limited to the Xbox ecosystem. Like our original partnership, this one is about more than one system or one screen. We share a deep belief in the fundamental power of games and their ability to connect, empower, and bring joy, and a belief we should bring that to everyone regardless of who you are where you live or what you play on regardless of the screen size the controller or your ability to even use one xbox also says it will be adding bethesda's iconic franchises to xbox game pass for console and pc a press release added that bethesda's future games will be added at launch into xbox game pass on xbox or pc so we had an update Bloomberg's Jason Schreier and Dina Bass report that Phil Spencer has said Microsoft will honor the PS5 exclusivity agreed for Deathloop and Ghostwire or Ghostwire Tokyo and future Bethesda games will appear on Xbox, PC and other consoles on a case by case basis. This is huge. All of their games are going to uh, are going to freaking Xbox Game Pass, which is wild because you have Games Pass. You're getting you're going to get some of the most top notch next gen games for basically free. Uh, this acquisition is is bonkers. I can't believe it went through and I cannot wait to see what the future has to hold for Bethesda and Microsoft. Cause this is just grade a right here. Smartest move Microsoft has made in a long, long time. And that is the news for today. If you liked what you heard, liked it all head on over to anchor.fm slash dad's beards nerds. You can leave us a voicemail to put on the podcast, or you can hit that support this podcast button and support us with a monthly donation. Uh, next up, you're going to find us on all social medias at dad's beards nerds, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.